You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny Live. Thank you so much for checking out the show. And thank you to all those frontliners, essentials workers out there, as always, doing the best to keep us healthy, safe, and well-fed in these uncertain times. Thank you all so much for that. Today, I'm exceptionally excited. I've got James Cassells. He's, he's on the line here in a second, but before I get there, I also wanted to thank Sweet Drop. That is a essential CBD oil. Um, this thing is, you know, it's not there to alter your brain or anything like that. This is all natural. It comes from a great organic farm um, up out of Oregon. And yeah, it's Sweet Drop. And I'm gonna start the show off with this because you know, it just makes me feel a little better. Mm. Now a lot of people are gonna say CBD is supposed to alter or make you feel a certain way or anything like that, but it's really just uh, helping keep the receptors in your brain that help process food uh, firing on all cylinders. And that's what Sweet Drop's here to do. And if you head over to sweetdrop.com right now and put in promo code DRINKSWITHJOHNNY, you're gonna get 20% off your order. I think that's a pretty good deal. I think everyone can agree. They got some great flavors over there. I promise it's a good product. Otherwise, I wouldn't put it out there. It's not like I really need to. Anyways, that's not here nor there. I'm going to have a beer on that one. And we're just going to get into it. I'm going to bring in James right now. You all know him as the drummer from Asking Alexandria. It is James Cassells. How are you doing today, man? Hello, Johnny. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, doing good. Great. It's just great to see you again, man. Likewise, man. Likewise. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. I know. When was the last time we were... Uh, I, on tour together. It was like 2014 or something like that. Probably Mayhem, Mayhem Festival. Yeah, I think that that was that was that was a mayhem, may, a mayhem of a festival, if I will. What are you what are you drinking on right there? Oh, it's just I don't know, it's beer, beer, but it's in a in a koozie. Okay. A, oh, you a, got Cassell's koozie. I like that. It's it's from it's from my wedding. So that's awesome. But, we had we had koozies made for us and our guests, and uh, I've just kept them because. When did you get married? You got you got. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Two thousand eighteen. Okay, so two in years. April. In April, so you guys just had your two year anniversary. Uh, congratulations! Yep. Mm-hmm. Two Thank year you. anniversary under quarantine. What was that like? Uh, I mean, it was we we spent it uh, drinking beers poolside, which was pretty tight. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not terrible. You know, there was less people there, but it was uh, kind of like the same same way we got married. So yeah, <laughs> not too shabby. Not too shabby. All right, man. Is everyone first of all before we go any further? I just want to make sure everyone's hel- healthy and safe in your camp. Everyone's doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, completely, completely. Yeah, everyone's um, everyone's doing great, man. Everyone's doing great. Just uh, you know, 
making the best of a shit situation, I suppose. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you guys just put a record out right in the midst of all this. You're not going to be able to tour for a minute. I mean, what's going to be the what's going to be the plan here? I mean, we'll get into the record a little bit more because that it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean. It, like I, I was, I was actually looking on your page earlier, and some uh, someone was saying that like, oh, they were supposed to be playing in Silver Springs tonight, like, because we had a tour booked and everything, and yeah, it sort of hit home a bit. It's like, damn, you know, it's like, we we aren't on tour, we aren't, uh, you know, able to show the world the record in every way that we wanted. But at the same time, though, I'm still super like glad and. And, and, and excited to give the world some new music, you know? It's like, yeah, this is bad news. For, like, yeah, I mean, everyone's looking for it. content right now. That's why I started going live with the show. I don't know how familiar you are with the show. We just started doing uh, weekly podcasts just uh, in February, and then mm-hmm. shit started hitting the fan. I was like, well, I'm kind of sitting around with all this equipment that I just got for podcasting. I'm going to use it to go live. And uh, oh, yeah. that's kind of where this all started. When I hit you up, I was like, this morning, I was like, hey, dude, yeah. can you be on the show tonight? And then he threw it all together real quick. Yeah. So I appreciate the, the, that. The good, the good thing is we're all in quarantine together. So yeah. it's all I was like, like, well, well James, I know you ain't got nothing better to do tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's one of the things, drinks, you... yeah, let's have some virtual drinks. It would be the same. Just pretend the cameras aren't here. It'd be the same anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, through our conversation earlier on today, I uh, was trying to get you to make a drink with me. I, I wasn't sure if you're going to have the ingredients. Um, so I was like, hey, do you know how to make a last word? And you were like, this is my favorite drink of all time when I go out to a bar. I don't know how to make it myself. But yeah, yeah. and I figured it, a couple of ingredients are going to be a little hard to come by at a, on a day's notice. So we'll go through those. But you just shared a picture with me of you and your wife and your mates. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna be able to come out. Are we which like? It's just. Can we get that? Really... We can get that a little bit. You can see what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's that's me, my wife, uh, Sam, and Ben, and we're in a bar in England, back in like 2012, called the Blind Swine. It was a gin bar in York, England. That yeah. It was like our stomping ground back in the day, and that was, that that was the place where, my love. For the last word really flourished and like yeah. came came into you know the world and uh, and we're all actually drinking it in that photo. It's a fun. It's uh, a fucking fantastic drink. I just got uh, introduced to it last November um, by a very good friend of mine. He it was like a birthday gift. He's like, I'm gonna come over and show you how to make this. And I was like, okay. He showed me how to make it. I found it in my old speakeasy book and learned a little bit about where it came from. I mean, it's it's literally from the old old speaky times of 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 making drinks and it's a mm-hmm. it's a classic it's simple in many respects but a little hard to come by a couple of the ingredients we're just going to go through it right now brandon's going to run my graphic i'm going to show you all how to make the last word yeah. all right so it's going to be equal parts of everything you see over here um we're going to start off some gym some chartreuse green chartreuse and Lachardo Marciano uh, uh, liqueur with a little bit of fresh squeezed lime juice. Um, it's all going to be pretty much equal parts. You're going to drop it into here, so let's go through it. Now, after you see this, uh, James, you're going to be able to go, oh, I can make one of those at my own house. Like, that, this is going to be awesome. You're gonna get Chartreuse a, is the bit that's difficult to find. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little difficult to find. I admit that. Um, but it, it is key. It is, uh, you, 
uh, you as someone who's had it, you know, this is this yeah. is something that's very key to it. So we're gonna start oh, off yeah. with like a shot or an ounce, ounce and a half of gin, whatever gin you prefer. I'm using uh, Stillworks Distillery here in Huntington Beach. Local guys have uh, hooked us oh, up some, with some drinks. Local so. gin. Yeah, local gin. I never thought like I'd, I'd be able to say that today. I've lived in Huntington Beach my entire life. Never once said I thought I'd say, "Oh, I'm going to throw in some local gin to my to my drink." <laughs> so you're going to move on to, like I said, the chartreuse. It's important you get the green stuff for this drink. And again, about an ounce and a half. Drop that right. in. We 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 re we refer to chartreuse as like the evil twin of sambuca. Yeah, no, it totally like, is. So that's like that's something that a lot of people don't realize. Sometimes um, to really get you going, like you think, oh, it's a, just a liqueur, it's something like that. No, it's fifty-five percent alcohol. We went from a gin that was only about forty-five percent, which is a, a standard gin, and up to ten percent for another equal part of booze. So that's where this thing gets a little boozy and, and gets you going. I mean, nothing is is low on this. The the Shardo Marciano liqueur is 32%. So you're not putting anything in this that isn't higher than a 30% uh, alcohol. So it'll get you there. You only need one or two, I promise. So you're gonna add another ounce, ounce and a half of that. And lastly, your fresh squeezed lime juice. And you're just gonna, I mean, it's about a shot glass. It's about, if you have two limes, squeeze them out. It's about what you're going to get if they're a little juicy, you make it a little extra. No harm, no foul. And then we're going to get our ice. First, we're going to chill the glass. I'm going to show you a little, a little, little trick here, James. If you, if you don't have a chilled ice in a bind, just take your glass. You're going to throw the ice right in it. And then you're going you're gonna to get it chilled like this. Just swish around that ice and you're going to chill your glass. You usually want like a cocktail glass like this, some kind of highball martini glass of some kind, swish it around, really get it going, get that glass chilling. The, the old Dude, the next time we get back on the road together, like some sometime down the line when shit gets normal, I promise you I'm going to make one of these for you, one of our tour buses. I can't wait. And then uh, you're going to put that ice and use for that into your mix, your mixing glass. And here we go, we're going to shake vigorously. And then we're just going to pour that out into your glass. Oh yeah, make a little mess of it. It's okay. If, yeah, I mean, you you could lose a bit and still you can still get the desired effect. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, the whole thing of shaking—if you're going to shake something, if you want to bruise the alcohol, that's not mm -hmm. always the case in a martini. But in this one, you actually want to bruise it. So keep shaking it while you're pouring it out. You just finish off with the lime wedge from some of the limes you got earlier. There you have it. The last word. Good night. Yes. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. 
Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast i mean i mean i can i can i can i can taste it I can taste it digitally. I'm envious. I'm envious. I finished off the last of my gin. Um, oh no! A few weeks ago. Yeah. We gotta have it to send Hen- that back out. I know, right? <laughs> it was Hen- it was Hendrix gin, so it was oh, like the. Uh, yeah. You got. I know you got a bottle back there. I like that. I like Hendrix. <laughs> oh, that, see, another time we're gonna have to have you down here proper in Huntington Beach, where you can sit at the bar and do this. Cause the virtual is mm-hmm. great. Don't get me wrong, but. It's not the same. I can't. I can't get you good and drunk and send you on your way. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so James, you got uh, uh, like a house on fire is out right now. It just came out on Friday. Big congrats on this new record, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's uh, it's a barn burner right off the beginning. I mean, right off the beginning, you get like four songs right in a row. Pure energy, rock and roll anthems. Um, kind of picking up where you guys left off on your last self-titled record, maybe even taking it a step further. Um, what was some of your inspirations? We'll get through the cliche questions first, and then we'll take a deeper dive. How about that? Yeah, I think you know. I think the the, the inspiration that and I, you know, and I've, I've said this to a few people is like I feel like it's mainly like your state of mind. You know, I feel like other you know speaking to other musician, you can you can uh, you know feel me on this, but. Really, it's your inspiration is where you're at as a person, you know, like, you know, are you in a place in your life that, that is like absolute turmoil, that is like the worst spot or the best spot or the, you know, that has such and a massive effect. That could be a day to day thing, right? I mean, one day it could be super, super high energy, happy. The next day, you're like, I don't even want to be here anymore. What the fuck's going on? It can move a lot. And for me, and you said, like, as a musician, you have to be ready to take that inspiration from everything around you. You need to be cognizant of the surrounding world of your world and just take from pieces of that. Yeah. And I think, like, that's what we sort of, we have done, you know? Like, it is, there is, there is personal stories. There is, like, global things. There is, like, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a sort of, and every sort of like, how are we? How are we at? Where are we at? You know, like, and that's, I think that was a real big inspiration. It wasn't so much like we need to make music that sounds like this, or we need to make music that invokes this. It is, how do we feel? And let's like put that on the page, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was a, that was a big thing. And that's, that's kind of always been a thing for, for the, you know, as an asking, but, um, this time around, I think it was really apparent. And and the fact that we just said, fuck it, and we released all 15 tracks that we had recorded and mixed and everything. We were just yeah. like, you know, here you and are, have cool the thing. whole shebang. Yeah, that was a cool thing, too, because, you know, as uh, our mutual friend, Dione, 
who's your guys' manager, our tour manager in Avenged Sevenfold. Mm -hmm. um, great dude. Uh, I've been talking to great him back and, forth, uh, back and forth about when's this ASCII record coming out. Was like, he get, he's like, man, we're trying to figure that out now. Things have changed a little bit. We, were, we had this whole thing lined up of how we we're going to do things. And then, you know, the pandemic hit, so we kind of have to have to shift everything. And then next thing I know, I was texting back and forth with him. And he's like, oh, yeah, album's coming out this weekend. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> we, you know, we, we, we were just like, uh, and, and, you know, we, we spoke briefly earlier about this, but it's like, it, you know, the, 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 the world needs, needs stuff. It needs good news. It needs music. It needs something to look forward to and something to be like, this is awesome, you know? It doesn't, I think like a lot of artists and a lot of people and bands and, and everyone really is sort of like, oh shit, we need to like pause. Like everything is on pause right now. And then yeah. when stuff starts to go back to normal, that's when we hit play again. I think that's bullshit, dude. Like at the end of the day, life is still going on. Yeah. You know, like, like people are still like doing, you know, this is, you can't just stop everything, you know? And you then we were like, we were like, you know, this is, you know, this is the right time. That's what it is. And then you, yeah. you, when you look back on this record, when everything has gone back to a sense of normalcy, you'll be like, yeah, we put that record out at the time we wanted to. And mm -hmm. now, you know, hopefully it's sooner than later you guys get to tour, you know, and, and concerts start to happen again. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, dude, I hope for, for, you know, both our bands, man. I mean, yeah. I know we're, we're all itching to get out on the oh, road, dude. you know, like it's... Well, you probably more than us because you got a new record out, right? Like, we don't have a new yeah, record yeah. out. We've been yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, but you, I have been you, home for longer. I mean, I've, I've been home yeah. since 2018 summer. So I think you guys, you guys yeah. came out with a, a, a self-titled... Self-titled was 2018, right? Or is it 2017? 19? My, 2017, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, it was, it was the long. end. It was the end of 2017, which again, we, we, we were told, no, don't release it in December. We were like, fuck it. Yeah. If that's what <laughs> you feel, that's it. what you got to do. It looks like exactly. by the judging behind you there, too, you can tell that uh, it's worked out pretty well for you with a couple of gold records. And just a, there's a couple of records back there. Yeah, right just now. a couple of records back there. Dude, I've been watching you guys uh, grow for a long time now. Like, uh, I think the first, like the last tour we were probably on was like Mayhem, like 14 or 15. But I think the first one was earlier than that, even mm -hmm. um, another festival run that we did together. Um, no, I think the, the first one was, um, I want to say 2012. Yeah, I think that sounds right. That sounds right because I feel like that's when we we first crossed paths and like realized yeah. that you guys were a little like-minded in a way. Um, reminded us of ourselves a little younger. Um, not too much younger. I'm not that much older. Everyone just relax, okay? Calm <laughs> <laughs> down. <laughs> no one needs to know my real age. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, we crossed paths and. Got to know you guys and befriended you guys. It was a bit awesome mm -hmm. relationship. Um, one of the things that I heard though was, and I don't know if I saw firsthand, but I got asked the question: Who's the guy uh, that's staying up the latest in the band? And, and asking, who's the guy in the front lounge of the bus after everyone's gone to bed about 3 a.m. still partying? It's definitely not my ass, because if I've had too much to drink, I'll just fall right asleep. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I not, heard. That's not what I heard, James. Unless, <laughs> unless, unless, you know, like, you know, there was definitely extracurricular back in the day. Um, <laughs> Maybe this was all back in the day. This was obviously, yeah, yeah. This that's, was obviously that's pre, some, pre your wife. 
This is obviously it was well, well, well. Back, back. I think even on some of the tours we did with you, we were uh, we had two buses, and uh, mm-hmm. and me and Ben were forced onto one bus because we would uh, we would you know maybe be loud and keep shit going for longer than needed. And yeah, uh, so uh, you know, I guess I think I think uh, as time's gone on, we've 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 tried to. Uh, Tone down the antics a bit, you know? <laughs> so have we. It actually just kind of naturally happens. You start it does. To, it does, it does start it to does. naturally happen. The antics start to calm down a little bit, that's for sure. Now, we don't need to harp on that too much. But one of the things I do remember was uh, the last tour was we did together um, on Mayhem. You guys had uh, a nice little writing studio set up in one, in one of the back of the mm-hmm. buses. And that was cool. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is rad. They're taking the time to write while they're on the road, which was really cool for us to see because we don't ever do that. We do cycle and then we stop, we take a couple months off and then we get, get to riding and that's, that's kind of always been the way we've done it. Um, have you guys continued on that? Do you guys do a lot of riding on the road still? It's, I think, you know, we, we're just one of those uh, groups that, it, it's, it's, it, if, we're, if we're writing, which is kind of all the time, we just, we have to get ideas down then and there, you know, and mm. And we do we do continuously like and enjoy making music, you know. So if we have the opportunity to write, we will write, you know. Yeah, you just gotta keep it so, going. That's that's rad. I mean, I mean, I, think, I I really appreciate that approach. I don't I don't know that it would work for us, but I appreciate the approach. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> and it's everyone not, has a different process. Problem. Everyone has a different process. As as I know, as you know, uh, meeting everybody around the world. So what what's your process specifically to yourself? What 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 what's when you're putting together, let's say, a drum part or a riff or whatever it is that you're bringing to the table, what is what is James like to start with? Oh, honestly, it can be as basic as just humming and singing some random bullshit into my phone and just like texting it over to Ben, or you know, like it it, it it's it can be something so basic as as long as it invokes something that will lead to something like it's. It's the right thing. If that, you know, what I mean, if that yeah. makes sense. No, I think nowadays, I it's, nowadays it's getting a, it's got a little bit better. Like now we all live so close together. Like all of us, with the exception of Danny. Danny, Danny still uh, lives over uh, uh, on the east coast, but the rest of the band we're actually all living in Arizona. Yeah, uh, really close to one another. So it is as simple as like a phone call and a, a, a very short car ride, and then we can be all together. So writing and everything has actually got a, a lot easier. That's you know? right. Cr- the has become easier. Because before I was living in Austin and, um, you know, I call off Ben Friday night at who knows what time. You need to come and write music with me. And then like, I'd have to try and like, I, then I'd probably call Dione and be like, hey dude, <laughs> I need to go over there and write some music. And he'd be like, fuck you guys. No. <laughs> we uh, have to figure it out. <laughs> we, we, you know, we'd make it happen. But now, now the creation and, and, and the recording and everything's just very streamlined, dude. And uh, yeah. super simple, you know. It's, it's, so when, it's, when did you guys all move from across the pond? Like, you guys were all it like... Was, that was pretty much instantaneously, man. Really? Like, the, pic- the picture that I showed you back all those years ago like that was probably you know eight nine years ago even then technically we we still lived in the states we were just going back for like christmases and 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 certain parts of the year to see our family but we we sort of did it straight away that was the that was the idea it was like 
the only way to make it in the music business is to immerse yourself in it fully. And that is the only thing that matters. And, and you know, and whether that is you living in one country or another, or you living together, or, you know, you quitting jobs and school or whatever it is, you know, you yeah, kind of have to, it's all in. It's like you pushing all your chips in and that's, and you, and it's go. You know? Yeah, I mean that, that's 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 the philosophy we live by as well, individually and and as a band. You just gotta go for it. You know, I love that. Yeah. I, I, and yeah. you know, going back to the success that you guys have had over the years and and getting this record out, uh, like, um, this is such a good record. I'll go back to it again. The production value is awesome. It's a it's it's different sounding to me than even the last ones, especially from a production value. Did you guys use the same producer or what was? Uh, who produced this record? We, we've we've used um, our friend Matt Good. Uh, okay. He's you know a really awesome producer. Uh, used to be in a band called From First to Last. Yep. Um, you know, great musician, great producer, and he's done our last two records now. So he did our self-titled and uh, like a house on fire. Uh, and he also lives in Arizona, so it's just it's everything. Easy. Just it's super streamlined. That's right. Um, How long yeah, did it take to rad. make this record then? We've been making, and again, we like it's sort of like we, we, we finished with the self titled, and then we already had like a few months later, we already had uh, some tracks started, you know. Oh, yeah, so certain tracks that could be even like a few years old, and they but and, they, and they, they made it through the rest of the writing process, they made it, but they've changed dramatically. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I, I, I can imagine, and, and I wonder, I, I imagine a lot of these songs that have a certain um. I, I, lack of better term, like new age kind of uh, production value to them. They seem they seem almost uh, pop R and B to with to, for a way with with like a rock feel to it. And yeah. they still have like this uh, English rock blues that that seems to be still prominent even in, even in these songs. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, the the production is 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 kind of like this great new style that um, I think comes off great. I mean, how, how do you feel about it as a drummer? Because there's, a, I mean, you can hear a lot of the tones in there um, aren't completely natural, obviously, for some of those parts. So uh, as a yeah. drummer, how did that come about? Well, well the, th the thing is, uh, with the, there's obviously synthetic parts to it, just like mm -hmm. there always has been with asking. But yeah. my parts that, you know, that I actually recorded, they're the most real that they've ever been. That, you right. know what I mean? Like, like we've worked really hard to make these drum tones sound awesome and you know it's sort of like it definitely sounds warm it, it keeps that warm tone of an actual yeah, wood it, it's, kit it, it's it's we you know we want we want it to have that mixture of like that that rock that you know um that very like can be fuzzy can be a little bit distorted that rock element to it uh, but also with that very quite sharp uh, like angular sort of synthetic sounds, you know, yeah. we, like in asking, we've always had that, you know, back in the day we had like whole synth breaks and stuff and whole Absolutely. Like, portions of the track that were literally just dedicated to synthetic sounds. So we like to keep that going, um, but just use it in a different way. Yeah. You know? And I, and I really like that. And it, it's, it's, it's different. Also just more specifically for your drumming. I know it's, it's similar to the last record, but maybe even more groove oriented. Um, as a drummer, do you feel like you over the years have focused uh, more heavily on the, on, on the pocket, on the groove, on the taste of, uh, on the tasty parts of your 
drum fills or I mean what what has been your inspiration specifically as a, as a drummer over the years and your evolution I think I think honestly it it has you know it's more like back in the day you know it was about like how fast you could play and yeah. how much dual bass you could put in and you know like I'm just going to use this like crazy loud china and it's gonna be like the craziest heavy thing ever you know watch and how fast my hands like, and feet can go I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna throw yeah, I'm just gonna do a how many how many hits like, how many hits can i do in this one bar <laughs> yeah and, and and i'm just gonna go it's like yeah. that shit's cool don't get me wrong it's really uh, cool but like i just i feel like more so it's just playing for the song you know mm -hmm. and and we're trying to write songs that like we have like we've always toyed with the idea of ballads and like slower like you know meaningful songs that's something we've always liked to do even when we were like straight metalcore you know dude um the one uh i don't need you sorry i had to look at the track names i, I mean the album did just come out friday forgive me if i don't know all the track names off the it's, it's fine there's 15 of them <laughs> but there's the, a few. yeah yeah i i don't need you the first ballad uh i guess if you want to call it a ballad it, it's it's not a straightforward ballad obviously Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. But, but you, you get the, you, the the idea. It's like a slower, meaningful, like, it's a, yeah. That's going to be, bluesy, if, it isn't, if it isn't already, while we're having this conversation, I truly believe that's going to be a, a radio, a radio hit. I mean, that's, that's. Thank you. That, that, that thing's fucking awesome. I love that you brought in, uh, what's her name, Gracie Grundy? Grace Grundy, yeah. Yeah. She's got a great Hello, voice. Great. How did you guys find her? How would, how did you guys get together with her? So we've, you know, we've been, we've been like watching her and like been a fan of hers for a minute now. And, um, and, and, and the funny thing, Ben actually reached out to her, right? And she's been a fan of ours for a long time as well. Cool. Like she actually was at one of our, when we, we filmed a live DVD at Brixton Academy in London. Uh, back in 2013. Yeah, great venue, you know, legendary. It's the fucking, you know. Everybody, if it's not an arena, that is the place in you, London. Yeah, you, everyone who's come through has, has had has had to play that. You've done a few, you've done a few Brixtons. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and she was actually at that show. Right. And as a fan, before she before she really started, you know, her her vocal uh, career, you know, and so it just sort of everything clicked, and it just it, it made so much sense man yeah. like it was it just it all it all felt like together and then she we, we had a fly over and she recorded her parts and and it just it, her voice and danny's just like molds perfectly together it really does everything just went really well and uh, you know i think that's probably one of the better songs that we've ever written as a band you know i mean and the thing is that goes back what? to Sorry, you go ahead. You fucking crazy drums. Dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that, that, that's the thing. I, I, I was going to circle back to that because before, before I brought that song up and you, I, you, I went off on a tangent about it because you brought up ballads, um, <laughs> we were talking about your drums and the songwriting aspect of it, I think, is where we were going. Is like, yeah, you guys have clearly, over the years, uh, grown together as songwriters, and that drumming um, obviously tells that story to me. That's always... 
the backbone of a band in so many ways. Everyone says it because, oh, it's who's holding the beat, who's holding that. To me, it's, can you see where that band has come from by their drumming in a lot of ways? Like, where, where did they start to evolve? And a lot of it is when you see their songwriting get to a certain point, you can hear it in the drums, where the drums are no longer, um, not in a bad way, but a little immature, and they're starting to mature. Then you can see the band as a whole mm -hmm. is maturing as writers. Um, and I think that is just kudos to you, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And you know what? I think that's that could be said for a lot of the instruments, a lot of the instrumentation in, in, in music, you know? It's people don't... You stop playing for yourself and you start playing for the band particularly the song, mm -hmm. you know, like, it's not about you. It's nope. not about you. It's about the overall success, you know? And it's like, I could fill a song with all this crap. Ben could fill it with all this guitar. And, and Danny could just be wailing and just doing all this crap that's not fucking needed, you know? We yeah. all could, all five of us could do that. But at the end of the day, is that does that make a good song? No, it does not, not, not necessarily. Not when, I mean, when you guys are, make, are sitting out and you're writing the songs that you want, you, you know, I'm sure when you guys made this uh, transition that you guys did when you brought Danny back and you guys, and now he's been on the last two records now, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and that was obviously like, to me, it's always where I thought you guys were going before anyway and before he stepped away for, or you guys had a falling out for a couple of years, whatever that was about. Yeah. But I always felt you guys were going to go in this direction anyways. I'm sure you guys had a little backlash for that. But, I mean, to me, knowing you guys, maybe just because I know you guys, I just always saw much bigger things than what was going before. So, I... Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you've, you've definitely... You've, uh, you, you and uh, all the Avenge boys have uh, sort of seen us from the sideline. You know, I mean, you've, you've witnessed a lot of stuff and you've helped us with shit, you know, so much in the past. It's uh, You've got to, like, a little uh, front front seat, you know, the asking train and seeing it, <laughs> seeing some of the falls and the crashes and hey, the, oh, we bumped into the wall here, shit, you know. We, we, all, we all have our bumps and, and scratches along the way. It's, just, it's, it, it's, it's, not, it's not always about the journey, right? It's where you end up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, yeah. As long as you make that, it to where you like to flip be. that, reverse that Willy Wonky style. Uh, <laughs> so... I'll just, I'll let you go here in a second. Um, like a House on Fire is out right now. What is your favorite track on it right now? I know that's hard to say. You can't pick from all your babies. But for you specifically, not, not anything else. Like, what, do you, what are you proud of the most? Or maybe it's not even a track. What are you proud of the most about this entire record? Um, you, you talked about your evolution as a songwriter, as a drummer, as a band, as a whole. Um, what specifically is is it about this record that what is the step that you guys took making this record that makes you the most proud i think honestly this th this record is one of the first records that throughout all our career we've just done the record that we want to do we haven't really like we've kind of you know we we haven't done anything that we didn't want to do or had to do or appeased anyone it was just like this is this is the body of music that we want to release and i'm really proud about that and and honestly like the, uh, us as a band and us as a group we you know we we hit the 10-year mark um last year and just just that. seeing and just like you know and just just like 
seeing like still being the best friends with with my boys you know what i mean like all five of these guys and you know it's so nice now like you know ben sam cam like they're like right next to me and it's and it's just like we're we're, we're um you know we're still great friends that just love playing music together. That's what and it's all about, on man. Album number six, and you know, and you know, I think we both we both seen quite a lot of bands that have had like horrible falling outs, and and and, and <laughs> yeah, each other. It just and I'm sucks, because like, yeah, you just don't know where, you don't know which ones are going to make it through those personals. Yeah, albums, you know. And I feel like right now, you know, in 2020, through all of this craziness that's going on. Uh, we're in the best spot that our band's ever been in. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's fucking rad. You guys have, you guys had your ups and downs. Obviously, it's been ten years. Mm -hmm. uh, your, your sixth album. It's, I I believe this album is going to do really good. It's um, great, even. I, I fucking think it's a great album. Everyone should go Thank check you. out. Uh, like a house on fire. It's out now everywhere you stream music. You could probably even when the quarantine's over pick up an album or two in a, in a store. A little mom and pop next to you, but. Uh, like everyone else, we're probably just going to stream it. Um, and asking Alexand uh, asking Alexandria online is where 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 do they go for uh, social media and uh, all of the above? Uh, James, yeah. <laughs> where do they go? You got to plug this. Where is it? Is it asking Alexandria everywhere on on social media? Uh, uh, I would I would say that um, store.askingalexandria.com is like our actual store. Rad. Uh, if you want to find everything that with the like a house on fire, like a house on fire.co, that has everything that's around um, you know Europe and we we have like a bunch of other uh, you know if if you're from other territories and whatnot and. Uh, uh, like the Zimpericon store and whatnot, you can buy merchandise in Germany and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, just check us out. I mean, it's not difficult. You just yeah, you type just, our name yeah, in yeah, online, you'll, 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 you'll find it. You'll find it. I mean, it's, I'm it's, a, it's, I'm the internet, everyone knows how to use these yeah, days. I'm shit internet, and I can find anything. So yeah. and Castells, yes. and, 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 and oh, your personal social media is where are those, is it uh, at Castells? At Cassells, yeah, that's, and I'm pretty much only using Instagram because the rest of it's too confusing. <laughs> I only have that for my personal too, but everywhere else it's Drinks with Johnny on Drinks Instagram, with Johnny. Yeah, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to have to do this uh, deeper dive. In I want to know, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do a deep dive in person. I'm going to get you drunk and find out every, everything there is to know about James Cassells. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, until that day, though, I've got oh, a little cheeky shot of, uh, of 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 vodka right here. That cheers, Johnny. Cheers, buddy. Thank you so Good much, man. man. Congrats on all your success, and congrats to very much more. I'm sure you Appreciate will. Appreciate you, mate. All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheers. let you I'm gonna let you take off. Everyone, go check out Asking Alexandria, like a house on fire, out now everywhere. It's a fucking fantastic record. You'll be doing yourself a favor. All right, man. We'll talk again soon. All right. Hell yeah, take it easy, mate. You have a good one. Thanks again. All right, man. All right, everybody. That's going to conclude this episode of Drinks with Johnny live at 5. I had a great time talking with James Cassells of Asking Alexandria. As we plugged it numerous times, they got a new record out that just dropped on Friday. So make sure you go check that out. Um, oh, and if you're watching still, make sure you hit that subscribe button somewhere down here. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, I guess that's it. Till next time. Cheers.
Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.